That's the most random shit. Just a bunch of random shit. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Not So Sport Sport Talk with Tyler. Cheers to that. Cheers. Thank you. I appreciate the enthusiasm. Oh, this is will be our first podcast on YouTube. Well, this sports section. Actually, last week, so I might upload, though, but whatever. Are you uploading the full video? I think so. I might cut off a bit. I'll have to see after oh, this one. Yeah. I'll see. I'll rewatch it. I'll do it. But anyways, though, since this is a sports talk show, I think it's best that we get talking about sports before we go too far off track. So anyways, though. This weekend in the NFL and the championship weekend, the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers put down the Green Bay Packers. Uh, what are your takeaways from that game there, Mr. Rempel? The Buccaneers defense is actually pretty good, which they want to be. Tom Brady played the one good half, but then threw the ball to the other team three different times. And they still somehow won the fucking game. Well, I mean, you got to take for in account, too. Aaron Jones had a fumble as well, too. But yeah, one thing that I noticed Three, in Tampa Bay's defense, though, is whenever they get a turnover, they get it within, like, the red zone, though. Have you noticed that or no? Well, they, they get, like, good field position. Like, Tom Brady's interceptions were pretty much punts because he just, like, it was husked it downfield and they got picked off. And the I think one, two of the three interceptions, Green Bay went three and out, so it was irrelevant anyways. Yeah, there was that one big one down in the red zone there that Mike Evans, like, it was a it was a decent toss, you know, like, it was a bit high, but he should have brought that down, but he just tipped it up, and it was intercepted. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing about his other interceptions, like, were deep balls, right? I mean, yeah, for the most part, though, like, it wasn't, like, a huge error, but... No, I don't know, I mean, it's just it like costing them. Yeah, I think what really hurt the Packers though there once uh, Aaron Jones came out. They were playing good without him. Plus, his ass fumbled twice. But like when it comes to the second half, though, they knew he was just going to throw it. Like they didn't have a running back to trust hand it off, so they're just going to throw it. Right. No, so they have to... two running backs they trust. Mm. They just needed to throw the ball because they were playing from behind. AJ Dillon's a good for a rookie. Jamal Williams is a stud. He's a great yeah. backup. They have a great one, two, three punch. That's fair. I'll I'll resend my comments. But what really fucked them was when it looked like they were gonna go to score the end of the half, and then they were gonna get the ball to start the second half, but instead they fucking turned the ball over and instead Tampa Bay comes down and I think they scored a touchdown instead. Yeah, that fucking yeah. bomb to Scotty Miller. That was yeah. awful. How do you allow a guy to – like, that? that's what fucked them. You yeah, can't allow made, a guy to get behind you like that. No, it's terrible. It reminds me of the Milt Stiegel touchdown against the Eskimos. Yeah. The Eskimos just – But, like, that was the end of the game. Yeah, but, but still, like, it's just – or even with the um, New York Jets against the Oakland No, yeah, yeah. Right? It yeah. just, like – I don't understand why they don't have like three safeties deep in a situation like that. Right? Like, they're playing one. There's guy no deep. reason not to. Yeah. There's no it, reason uh, not to. It doesn't make sense to me, man. I don't know. They had like but, 
nine seconds, and they had no timeouts. The worst they're gonna do is get in field goal range at worst. But yeah. said you gave him a fucking touchdown. What was the turnover Green Bay had? I can't remember which one it was. I think Aaron Rodgers threw a pick that was tipped. I can't remember. I remember like remember watching it late in the half, and I was like, "Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me!" But I can't remember what it was. So, but I don't, like at the end of the day, though, it, like it does suck for the Packers though because. Like they had a shitty team, and like, what do you think? Or uh, sh- they had a really good team this year and a good season. Um, but what do you think about that yeah. last call at the end of the game? Well, not at the end of the game, but there's or, yeah, I don't the understand. PI. Oh, it's clearly pi, and the only reason that one got called it was an interception. Um, mm-hmm. I just looked it up. Um, you can clearly when you see the shirt extended like that in the guy's hands you're calling that 10 out of 10 times yeah see, there's no way you're not calling that i agree with that i agree it was a pass interference but it wasn't pass interference for that game because that game the rest were letting them play and letting the dbs grab and there's a lot of footage They're in, letting in the fourth the quarter grab? With, right and i just think it's a very it's a it's a good call it was a pi but it was an inconsistent call and as a rep the most important thing is you be consistent you can be shitty, but okay, as long but... as you're shitty consistent and it's even for both <laughs> sides, you're good. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, but the the PIs that they didn't call in Tampa, they weren't as blatant. Like, they might have done the same amount of things, but the fact that you could just see the white shirt, like, stretching across, it's so blatantly obvious. It's to where the other ones, you can't really, like, when you slow it down and show it, you can easily see it. But it's not as blatantly obvious as that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I agree. Yeah. Anyways, though, on to the next game. But also, no, no, no. The more important fucked up decision is when they kick the field goal instead of going for it on fourth down. Yes, I do not agree with that. I thought at first. No one did. No, and like, this is how I know it was a bad play call. When they got to like the 35 yard line, like, part of me was like, Oh, yeah, like fourth and one, kick the field goal, stop them, go back, score a touchdown, win. But then after, like, they cross like, the 25-yard line, 20-yard line, I was just like, oh, no, it's like if you're in this situation, yeah, it's four-down territory. You go, you have Aaron Rodgers on your team. You're the most valuable player on your team. You want the you're ball down pass. by eight, and a field goal does nothing for you. You still need a touchdown after. Well, exactly. And the only justification to it I can understand is – they didn't want to go to overtime. They wanted to win now, so they were hoping they kick the field goal, come back, get a stop, score a touchdown. That was their game plan. And I understand that. That's very cocky of them, though. But at the same time, you got to be realistic. No, I'm not. I don't even understand that because you could still do that, but get the touchdown, and then you can just kick a game-winning field goal, so you don't have to get to the end zone. Valid point. It's easier to kick a game-winning field goal than a game-winning touchdown. That's a valid point. There That's was a good no point. benefit to kicking the field goal there. No, Absolutely terrible. no benefit. Terrible. Even Aaron Rodgers came I think out and a said that, that he really... was against it, right? Yeah, he didn't. He thought. Yeah, he thought. He thought. He assumed they were going for it. Yeah. <sighs> well, but also on a third down, he should have fucking ran. I don't know what he was doing. Dude, that bet would have been that bet would have paid off for me. Nicely. Bro, that's all I was thinking was how you bet on Aaron Rodgers to score a touchdown, and I was like. There was a guy that might have caught him, but they would have at least been inside the five. 
Yeah. And man, at first I didn't notice it, but at first I was like, Oh, run, run, run. Cause even from the side angle, I was like, run, 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 run. And then yeah, he throws awesome this ball run, into dude. like double coverage. I'm like, maybe he saw something I didn't see. But then I saw like the Madden camera that they have. And I saw it. And I was yeah. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. How do you think that option double covered is better than like you run? But like, it wasn't really double covered. Like Devontae was kind of open for a second, but he was just trying to force it to, to him, which he did earlier in the game too. He just tried to force it to Devontae, which yeah, I mean, I, fair enough. Super, because they went, I think it was four plays in a row when they went. Did they go four and out on the goal line earlier? No, they, they went or, three and out and they threw all three balls to Devontae. Yeah, that's what it was. And they ended up getting the field goal there. It was like in the first half, but he and he had fucking Lazard wide open underneath on the last one. Yes, and that that was that was like the first down though, wasn't it? No, was I think it was the third down. down. The oh, first down was yeah. the little like fade out to the left. Oh, that Devontae like, dropped. And it, well, he kind of dropped it, but Rogers threw it a little too far out. Like Devontae was reaching far for it. I don't know. I want to. I feel like if you can get your hands on that, that's money. Well, but, yeah, but it was still it would have been like. But then it was a harder catch, though. But like at the same time, I guess that's just like the standard. Somebody would hold like a really good receiver to like Devonte Adams or something like that. Yeah, and then also I think it was the third quarter when they got a touchdown. They went for the two point conversion, and fucking that St. Brown guy dropped the two point conversion in the end zone when he was Ooh. fucking wide open. Um, and, did you see on the video though, like the slow mo? I actually like, got tipped. Yeah, barely. But it was weird, but, like, you it was weird. Like, still got to catch. That was in your hands. Yeah, like, it didn't change the trajectory of it. It just changed, it, like, the wobble of it. It was a very weird tip. Well, it went from, like, a perfect spiral to, like, a not perfect spiral, but it was still, like, a good spiral, and it's a ball you still should catch. Yeah, especially if you're wide open like that. Like, Rogers was pissed. He was just staring at him after. Yeah. That, and, like, and that's what I hate when people are like, oh, Rogers choked and blah, blah blah. It's like, dude, now he he balled out that game. He did. He, where he did he fuck up game. was the only bad part was like they didn't capitalize. They got zero points off three turnovers. That you can't. That can't happen. Yeah, they couldn't get anything going. Yeah, and you got you to a point two where that. what's that? You got to capitalize on turnovers. Yeah, and you can just tell that whenever a turnover would happen, the first down, Tampa Bay would always make a big play. Whether like it was yeah. usually a sack, honestly, and they get the sack, and then you can just tell at the Packers were already just like, well, we're punting this. Like they look like once they had that first down that didn't go good, they're just done with the possession, right? Which kind yeah. of sucked though. But um, on to the next game though, Kansas City versus Buffalo. Honestly, very disappointed in this. I thought I know you mentioned it was going to be a shootout, and. After I gave it some thought after a few days, I was like, I think it's going to be a shoot as well, too. And I even bet big. Like, it was a big bet that I had. It was like 300 or 381 to 1 odds on that. Tyreek Hill gets three touchdowns, and Stefan Diggs gets three touchdowns. And I was like, I'm putting some money on that because okay. I think this will be a I, shootout, but backfired. But. I thought you I thought it was a shootout, but I didn't think it was going to be a shootout to where the point where those two guys are going to pop off like that, especially because the other teams are going to be – obviously focused on those guys because those are their top receivers. See, and my thinking was I, I thought that a reasonable playoff game from those guys could have been two touchdowns each. And I'm like, 
And I'm like, hey, well, that's like a half yeah. reasonable. Like if they do that, that's a good game. And like, I kind of expect them to do that. And I was like, honestly, one more touchdown yeah. with those odds. I'm like, I can do that bet. Granted, Stefan Diggs had nothing. Like they shut him down that game. Um, he didn't get a good game off. though, but he didn't get any touchdowns. I thought he had one. Maybe he did. Cole Beasley had a good game, and apparently he's playing with a broken fibula, which is insane. Have you heard him rap before? <laughs> yeah, he's. I I haven't heard him, but like I've heard he's a really good rapper. Yeah, he he's pretty fucking good somehow. Cole Beasley is just the, the fucking. Uh, it's just a sick guy. He plays broken fibulas. He's a good white rapper. He's a little white guy. Good receiver. He's a very good receiver. He's like um, he can't like granted Julia Edelman. That's who he really reminds me of. But like the it's CFL version, I just, white? basically yeah. <laughs> but like the, <laughs> the Canadian football version of him, I always think of him. He's like oh, he's like the Western Dressler. Yeah, <laughs> Buffalo. You know yeah. what I mean? Just that short, small, stocky guy. But yeah, both too. They're makes quick. a difference. They are yeah. quick. Um, but yeah, like, what did you think of the game? Like, did you even watch it? I'm gonna be honest. I stopped paying attention before halftime. Damn. I had it on, but yeah. it, I thought it was gonna be a closer game to start, and it was only because Nicole Hardman muffed a punt on the inside the five. Yeah. And then they pass it to Knox for the first touchdown of the game, which cashed in my plus 2,100 odds on my dollar bet, so I won 21 bucks off that. Ooh. And then it was all downhill for the Bills from them. Yeah. I, when I tuned into the game, because I showed up a bit late, because I had went, went for a walk before. Um, so I came back, turned on the game, and it was 9 nothing. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I bet on the Chiefs. I was like, let me do a safe bet that I can at least win. So I bet on the Chiefs. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm even going to lose this bet. <laughs> but then just like, by, and like you said, by halftime, I was just like, you know what? I'm Kansas City's going to win this anyways. Buffalo's not even in the position to make this a game. I'm like, I got other things I want to go do. I mean, I, I knew Kansas City was going to win it easily. And I said it before, and they just showed that they can literally just turn it on whenever they want. They just flick a switch and they're fucking – the best team in football. Like, their defense played outstanding. I saw, I think it was Max Kellerman or something like that, and he was talking about, and I don't know if I agree with him or not, that if you were to switch Patrick Mahomes with Deshaun Watson, Deshaun, he thinks that Deshaun Watson would just be as good as Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he'd be just as good, but I think he'd be a top Super Bowl contender every year. Yeah, because... Deshaun Watson doesn't have the arm strength or power that Mahomes does. I don't know what, like, the actually is, but his ability to make plays is probably better as good as Mahomes, at least. Yeah, and I agree with that as well, too. Like, once I got down to it, I was like, well, Watson can throw a good short ball and he's athletic, but it is, like, a different type of style that Mahomes plays, especially when Tyreek Hill does that fucking route when he just runs across the field, right? Like, so like I mean, you can just. That. I mean, he might, but like you can literally just throw a ball up, and Tyreek Kills will get it. That's the thing. Oh, he's ridiculous. Man. He popped off this year for me in fantasy. He and is he so fast. He's so fast. Um, yeah. It's, it's actually, Sorry, I lost it's actually ridiculous how 
good of a receiver is. He shouldn't be able to be that good. And then with Travis Kelsey as your tight end, who's literally just a massive wide receiver, is yeah. unfair. It just seems every time he throws to Kelsey, the only time it's not a completion is if it's like a miscommunication where he does a the different route than what Mahomes did. That's yeah. like the only or, time I've ever noticed. Or if it's like a throwaway, like Yeah. He but is like probably gonna be the greatest tight end of all time. Well he's already passed um Jason Witten. No, who's leading tight ends? I don't know. I know he set the record for receiving yards for a tight end in the year. Yeah, he's this last few games, he's broken like three records, I think. I don't remember exactly which one, though, but one was like the most touchdowns all time or receiving yards all time. There's some all time there, but. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me just because, like, the lack of, like, receiving yards tight ends had back in the day. Yeah, it wasn't like a, an athletic position. It's like you just threw it for three yards, four yards, five yards for a first down. Yeah, they are mainly there for blocking. Yeah, basically. Um, so what are your predictions for the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, we got to save that for next week's podcast because we still got two fucking weeks till football. Damn, fuck you the then. The Pro Tyler. Bowl week this week. Okay, well, then, how about this then? Where do you think Deshaun Watson's going to go? Do you think he's going to stay? Like, has your opinion changed in the last week? Because I know you're talking that you thought he should stay because they just signed a big contract for him. What's your opinion on it now? At this point, I can't, I don't know. I still don't see a way that he moves, but I won't be shocked if he goes. The fact that allegedly the Jets and Dolphins are number one and two on his list, if that's true, is makes absolutely zero sense to me. If you go to the Jets, you're just going to a, the same situation because they're trading all their future picks to get you, and they don't have anyone there. Agreed. Very much agreed. Like, you're not in – the only thing I've seen about him, why he wanted to go to the Jets, was so he could be in New York and build his brand more, which, okay, good, smart business decision, but don't you want to win fucking football games? And I think if you're going to go anywhere in New York, you go to the Giants. I mean, New York's New York. The Jets still got a big fan base. No, but I'm talking about, York. like, for a team and an organization to go to. Well, you know what I mean? But I guess not really mean, an option. Well, I mean, the Giants could maybe trade for him if they put up enough assets, but like. I don't think they'd be willing to do that. I think they fair. like Daniel Jones enough that they, they don't want to trade away their entire future. That's fair. Um, but I do agree with you, though, that Mahomes, or not Mahomes, Watson, like, I saw the picture of him photoshopped with the New York Jets jersey on. I saw that yeah. and I was like, why the fuck would he want to go to the Jets? Because I saw this proposed trade where it was New York sends like three or four draft picks and one of them being the second overall pick in this draft. Yeah. Like, how does that look attractive for Watson? All their picks yeah, are they- gone. He's going to the shitty team where Frank Gore is your starting running back. Granted, Frank Gore, OG, but he's not, not a starting running not- back. You know what I mean? He's retirement. I hope he comes back for next year. Me too. Me too. I want him to go to a championship team so he wins a championship. I think he's close to like the all-time rushing yards record or some shit or all game for, or something. He's close to like yeah. some all-time record Cause just because he's fucking played for 900 years as a running back. I remember when 
this must have been junior high, and I was a big 49ers fan. Um, yeah, I was really into Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Ronnie Lotz. Yeah. And I remember when I first got into the 49ers, it was Alex Smith at QB and Frank Gore was the running back. And Anquan Bolden, he was at the f- receiver. I think it was him. Yeah. But I remember I was like, fuck, Frank Gore. Like, oh, this dude's a gangster. Like, when I found him out there, that was years ago, and he was, like, in his third year. And I'm like, dude, this dude is still in the league? Like, oh, yeah, I, he, I was mind-blown. Like, I didn't even know who Tom Brady gonna, was back then. Yeah. Like, he's going to be the guy in fucking 20, 30 years when people are looking at record books. And they look at, like, all-time lead rushers. They're going to be like, who the fuck is Frank Gore? And why is he, like, so far up there? Well, I, I know for sure he's at least third. I think he is second, though, now. Yeah, like, I think he's pretty far up there. Like, because he, he's never, like, a stud. He doesn't have those massive, like, he's had good years, obviously, but he's not fucking, never the star of the league or anything. He's just consistent, and he's fucking played. The longevity he's had is insane. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's just, like, it's ridiculous. Just, and apparently, he's a very good locker room guy. Uh, I saw oh, some probably. Video, I saw some video where it was just, like, oh, it's not even necessarily the stuff he does on the field, which is good. It's, like, just the atmosphere he brings to the locker room apparently very positive for the new york jets so yeah well, good for you that, Frank you need Gore. that when you're in the jets you need when you're the jets do you ever you you know you're a shitty organization when you suck at losing yeah like, and damn. then like if, if watson went to miami that's a little bit of a better situation like they're obviously they got a little bit more like their defense was Good. They're especially good on special teams. They got Devontae Parker for him to throw to. They had a couple of options, but I still don't think you're like a super bowl competitive team right away. They need a few more offensive weapons, I feel like. If yeah. If they were to get Watson and then they were to get a stud receiver. I think Devontae Parker is a stud receiver though. Two of just can't throw the ball deep. True and honestly, man, it's. I'm not too sure if I believe the Tua hype. I never was a big Tua guy. I think the and... only reason he's succeeding is similar to why Lamar Jackson did so good his first year, is because it's the other way around. He's he's like short passing game. Lamar was run game. True. Yeah, but it's like once after that first year, you get the off season. You see all the film. You learn how to play against him. That's what's happening with Lamar Jackson right now. Teams are learning how to play against him, so now it's, it's mean, a bit harder, right? And I think but like you still can't. But but like the the factor of him just breaking off a run at any time, there's no defending that. Like that's it's bound to happen, which no, and, I don't think Tua has. No, and I agree with that. I don't think he has it either, and like he doesn't have a good enough ball to have a good bomb. He doesn't have a good enough receiver to throw short and have them make a big play. And I don't necessarily think he has the leg speed to have a big play. But at the same time, too, you don't necessarily need those big plays. All you need is just consistency. But I don't know, man. I don't think he's a good quarterback. Then again, it was literally his rookie year. And just because Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert popped off doesn't mean he's not going to be good. That's the crazy thing nowadays is back in the day, first-round picks, you weren't really expected to be a star right away, and now you are. 
Well, it's like it's exactly like the CFL. CFL is such a later league. Like, literally, the quarterbacks are all in their thirties, and they've well, all just they go to popping. CFL at their last go. Yeah, and like and then you and gotta learn a whole new game pretty much once you go up there. But even just like with most players, like starting quarterbacks or anything, they were backups for a few years. Oh yeah, for sure. Right, receivers as well too, unless you have a stud receiver. But you mean like like Ricky Williams when he came up to the league. Right, Johnny Manziel, R.I.P. I mean, Duke Williams came up for the year for one year, absolutely tore it up. I bought his jersey. Now he's with Buffalo. I heard though that he got bought out in Buffalo. He's not playing for them anymore. Eskimos picked no, him he's up. No, al- he's always like he's on the practice squad. Gets called up. He like, he gets called up for a couple games a year. That's about it. But still uh, making more money down there. It was like um when Ricky Ray went down, played practice squad. Yeah. Because he's he made making, more money. Yeah, he made way more money just to be on the sidelines than like a starting quarterback in CFL. My, I'm so pumped. I want to see if I really, I, I'm very confident that CFL is coming back. So I just, just talk about it as if it is. I'm so pumped for the CFL season. Even though the Edmonton football team no longer has a head coach because he fucked off the NFL, but I was never a big Edmonton fan, anyways. Yeah, he resigned so he could pursue NFL opportunities. Oh, I didn't even hear I was about never, that. I thought I was, I was never because, big. Well, because the whole, like, next year is in jeopardy because with this new strain of COVID coming in, people Man, are just like. I don't want to talk about no more new strains of fucking COVID. I don't dude, care. Trust me. Me too. I heard it on the, the news the other day, and I was like. Yeah, why are you watching the news? That was my problem. But um, Nothing see, positive the shitty thing about the CFL is they make most of their money from tickets. Like that's just the sad yeah. reality of the CFL, and it's like if you can't have a packed or as packed as you can crowd, like I don't think they have the financial means unless they dude, get a well, loan from the government or something like that, though. But dude, CFL wide 50 50. I'm telling you, it's gonna save the league, dude. Straight up, have one like once a month. Like these Edmonton Oilers 50-50s for every game are getting up to like 500,000. Yeah, and like honestly, like. I think the CFL, if it got to a point where it said we're going to fold, I think that there would be enough like GoFundMe's and petitions and stuff like that where people donate money to keep it going. I would hope. Me I, really too. Would. I hope so as well. But, too, also, but also, so I feel like, especially in Edmonton, because we have such a big stadium, and like I feel like it's more spread out as opposed to like Calgary, who is the only other CFL stadium I've been to. You could still fit 40,000 people in there and be socially distant. No, I don't think so. You look at NFL teams, and, like, the most they have is not even, like, 10,000 people or 15,000 people. Yeah, but I feel like they're so – but, like, like Commonwealth is so open. They average thirty to 40,000 fans a game, and there's so much space up top still. If you spread it out, I feel like – like you could sell t- tickets and like fucking seats of two to five, whatever. If yeah. you want with your family, I think another problem is five well, spaces in between. I think another problem though would be the not necessarily people sitting though, but like entrances and whatnot. Like, granted, I understand you could do it, but it'd be figure. a lot of work though. But like, yeah, okay, you but if you're that, that concerned, but... the people that are concerned about it aren't going to go anyways. That's fair. Um, I think what will happen if it is. You have to have proof of a vaccine, probably. That's going to be for a lot of things, I think. Like, traveling, going to concerts. Yeah, and I think it's going to start probably next fall. 
Not this upcoming, like, 2021 fall or 2022 fall? 2021. So this upcoming fall. I think so, yeah. That's that's the kind of the assumption that I'm getting. From... I mean, I get... Yeah, I don't know. It depends what the numbers are. What, like, how quickly, if people actually get the vaccine or not. Well, because I generally don't think gyms or anything are probably going to open for another month or two. Oh, fucking don't because, say that. I know, dude. It's it's been bumming me out but it has given me a bit more motivation to actually get like a half decent workout routine no it gives me less motivation to work out i just want to go to the gym so i can work out dude you're telling me man i missed the gym i was driving by good life the other day actually and i was just like (laughs) oh you know those banners that are on the top of the good life tamarack yeah the windstorm we had the other day yeah knocked two of them off Really? Yeah, and they were just I was remember I was just I was driving in the parking lot and the one was just flapping in the wind. It was hooked up and I was flapping in the wind. And I'm driving in and out of the corner of my eye I see this like big metal thing flapping and I thought it was coming for me. I was like, Holy <laughs> fuck I was like, Holy <laughs> Jesus And I was like, Okay, it's just it's attached still but like whew. yeah, they got fucked Let's up in that windstorm. Dude, that one storm was wild. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were um, on the podcast. I was like, damn, it's fucking windy out there. He's like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. See a picture yeah. of a trampoline that got blown into the middle of a road somehow. Like, who oh the fuck God. had the trampoline up still? There was one time, and it was on 34th Ave. There was a <laughs> fucking hilarious, huge windstorm the day before, or like that day, whatever it was. Yeah. And I was coming back from Meadows after my workout. And I turn into the right lane and I'm driving. And also a car in front of me, but in front of this car is this huge tree just taking up the right lane. And I'm driving. I'm like, I should probably get in the left lane. I don't want to hit this tree. So I get in the left lane. The car in front of me continues to drive in the right lane. <laughs> Last second, sees the tree once it's like right in front of them and just like swerves, but swerves left can't swerve back in time to get straight again in the left lane hits the curb like just nails the curb and this is all happening in front of me hits the curb does like a 360 like all of its rims and tires are burnt out because it's a big curb fucked it (laughs) yo (laughs) he should have hit the tree at that point (laughs) literally so then um he goes the other way he goes complete opposite direction because he flips around and goes over the median and it's a thick median oh shit he just person just starts driving the other way on the road all their tires are burned really yeah the the front bumper was (laughs) fucked they had the the rear bumper just dragging behind them on the road and like how do you not see the tree i don't know man it's like it's a pylon or something it's a huge tree and it was a huge tree man where you just like watch, like you just slow down, snap back, and watch it because you knew he's gonna fuck up at that point. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember going through the light. It's like a very vivid memory for me. I'm going through the light, and I'm just watching this car. And I ease off the gas. I'm like, "All right, what's happening here? Is this person?" I'm like, "Is this person not realize there's a tree there?" It's so yeah. It's like all my attention's on this person, and then I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like. What's this gonna turn into? And then all of a sudden, it's just like a vroom, 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 vroom. I'm like, what? I really like the sound, really like the sound effects there. 
Yo, I got your back. Um, that was my favorite part of that. To get back onto sports. Yeah. Um, well, okay, I want your opinion. Where do you think the best location would be for Watson, quickly? Um, best location, Houston. To get traded to, that's, like, actually a legitimate possibility. I think Dolphins, because I think the only two legitimate options, like, with good enough trade packages to offer Houston would be the Dolphins or the Jets. I don't think anyone else has enough to offer. Because those guys are giving you a possible starting quarterback. Good return, at least. Yeah, that's fair. I think, out of all places, the best situation for him would be the uh, uh, New England Patriots. Yes. New England, but I, I was also thinking though the 49ers. Like, do you move on from Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, do you trade Jimmy well, Garoppolo plus a few first rounders for him? I mean, uh, I don't know if you get enough of Jimmy Garoppolo. You can't finish the season, but when he does, they make it to the Super Bowl. They yeah, that's so. the thing about the San Francisco. They don't need a stud quarterback, they just need someone that's Jimmy Garoppolo but can finish the season. Literally, who's injury prone. But I think Deshaun Watson goes to that team. They're Super Bowl. I think that's a good fit for him, though. But yeah, next quarterback, though, Matthew Stafford. Well, I think, especially because I listen to Pat McAfee's show, he he really wants Matthew Stafford. But it does make sense for Matthew Stafford to go to the Colts. Where 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 is he thinking? That's the, he wants him to go to the Colts because that's the oh. team. So that's what he plays for. But it yep. makes a lot of sense for him to go to the Colts because they don't really have anyone with Phil Rivers retired. Like they got Jacoby Brissett, but that never really worked out for him before. And their yeah. defense is—they all have a really good defense as well. So, well, the Colts are a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Like not not like keep... a serious contender, but like if they got hard at the right time, it would be possible. Yeah, like not a Kansas City type contender, though. But yeah. I would say something similar like, to like the Buffalo Bills or the Green Bay Packers at this point. Yeah, like until someone shows that they can beat Kansas City or like they lose a couple of the key pieces, no one's really that big of a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. And honestly, I, if, the way Kansas City's rolling right now, if no major changes happen, sorry. Dude, I'm telling you, they just flipped on a switch before that game, and their defense was dominant. I agree with you. It's they're even if they lose, say Kelsey or Tyree Kill, one of the two, they just which I don't think would ever happen. No, and I think they're there to stay. Um, and I don't ever see them leaving or even if they do i still think they're gonna be good for three four years in their prime they're gonna be like dominant for four yeah. years i'd say yeah and what's crazy is the chiefs lost two of their starting offensive linemen last game i think yeah. plus they're already missing uh the one of the starting linemen from last year that canadian doctor yeah and no one's even questioning them normally if you lose three starting linemen in a year your team would be pretty much fucked. Like, if you lose three starting offensive linemen, that's a huge loss to the team. But for the Chiefs, it does, no one even talks about it because it doesn't even matter because they're that good. Well, and that's a, that was the problem with the Eagles, right, where they had such a terrible O-line. 
granted Carson yeah, Wentz that's of terrible, throw. right? Where, where do you think uh, yeah. Carson Wentz is going to go? Like, what do you think that situation? Like, what's your a lot of people are staying off the start that maybe Indianapolis as well. I don't, I don't know anyone that's going to want to trade for him because how much money he's owed. But also, apparently, he had an issue with Doug Peterson, who they fired. Yeah. So now they have a new head coach. So apparently, now they might keep him. But now, what do you do with Jalen Hurts? Because he showed he could start in this league. Do you trade him to a team to get more assets? It's at this point, think... he's more valuable than Carson Wentz. Oh, a lot more valuable. Yeah. And I think at this point, too, it's like Carson Wentz has proved in the past he is a good quarterback under the right circumstances. Not since he was hurt. That's true. He had that straight, what, two injuries? Yeah, he fucked up his knee, and then Nick Foles won his Super Bowl. And then ever since then, he hadn't really been good. Nick Foles got paid because of it. Nick Foles is with Chicago, right? Yeah, and he was awful there. Mr. Trubisky came in the second half of the year and played better, outplayed than what he Foles did. Foles had a good start to the season, though. Not really. No, Mr. Trubisky started the season and they went four and zero. Yeah. And then they put Foles in, which I never agreed with. And then they put mm-hmm. Trubisky back in, and then they started playing decently. Yeah. See, and I saw somewhere after the Bears playoff game, and it was like somebody said that Mitch Trubisky doesn't belong in the league. I saw that and I was like, okay, oh, granted he had a shitty playoff playoff um performance. It's his first one, whatever. But like at the end of the day, he got them to the playoffs. And it's like at the end of the day, if you're a starting quarterback on a on a team that goes to the playoffs, it's like you will have a job next year. Yeah. I mean Unless it was mainly tired. on the defense's back, but yeah, he still got there. Mm-hmm. I think so, but like the Eagles got to trade one either Wentz or Hurts because that's not going to be a good situation in the locker room. No, definitely not. You got to pick that... a guy. If I'm the Eagles, I don't know if I want to fucking get rid of Hurts though. Like that's, it looks like he could be your future guy. Yeah, but but the downside to that though but is I don't know if you can if get you... rid of Wentz. Yeah, like the only way to get rid of Wentz is getting like one draft pick, maybe like the bare minimum almost. No, you might like, have to give up a draft pick to get rid of that contract. That's true, actually. But, like, and it's weird, though, because so do you just stick it out, give him another – how many – two years left? Three or four. Something like that. But I don't know. Maybe you just – It's bad. I don't know. It's, it's a shitty situation in Philadelphia because it's, like, on one side, he'll just keep Wentz, trade hurts to get some assets but it's like what if that backfires and Wentz is actually just like terrible and just injury prone and sucks you know I mean I mean he does he does so that is him right now so I don't know what their situation be I'm happy I'm not in that situation um he but apparently Doug Peterson went... oh boy but apparently but Doug Peterson I think... is with Seahawks now right I have no idea that's what I heard. They're looking at it for the there's new There's been OC. so much. There's been so much fucking like new coaches hire. The Ravens lost their assistant head coach. We lost two other coaches to other. Yeah, he went to Houston, right? Yeah, he he got just today they announced it. Yeah. Um, we lost. We lost, but we got Rob Ryan in there as our new linebacker fucking coach. 
Who's Rob Ryan? Rex Ryan's brother. Oh, he was the head coach somewhere, wasn't he? Tampa Bay. I don't know if he was the head coach, but he was defensive coordinator in places. Maybe. Rex Ryan was the head well, coach. Who was, before, who was before Bruce Arians? I thought it was one of the Ryan brothers. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to him that much before. Okay. It wasn't Bruce Arians. It was that black guy. Maybe. I don't know. Um, what do you think, New Orleans? Do you do the two-for-one punch with Taysom Hill and Jason uh, James? Well, I think Taysom Hill I think Taysom Hill is already signed, so you got to keep him. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd bring back Winston and play him, give him – like, I'll give him a, like, two-, three-year contract, not a lot of guaranteed money, and let him prove himself. A lot of incentives, maybe. Because yeah. that team also, like, they're they're stacked offensively. Like, someone just get the ball to Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, that's all you need. Yeah, literally. And even when Taysom Hill was in the situation, like, starting quarterback, he went 5-0, and if I'm not correct, or 5-1 and or something like that. Do you stay undefeated? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. like, the last two or three years, like, Sean Payton's record without Drew Brees is, like, 8-0 or 9-0 and or some shit because with Teddy Bridgewater last year, too. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, I don't know. I I kind of feel bad for Drew Brees because did you see what his wife said? No. Oh, oh wait. With his ribs, and then he had a torn rotator cuff as well, too, and then something like major else as well, too, plus the lung. Um, yeah. I heard that, and I was like, damn. Like, I think if he was able to stay healthy, I think they did have a shot at being Super Bowl contenders, um, especially in the playoffs without Taysom Hill definitely hurt them because he's really good at coming in there and giving them that few plays that they need to get those touchdowns. He'll give you like a good series or something or like a, like a good red zone play a couple good good. Re- in the red zone, he's, it gives you so many more options. Yeah. And that's the thing. It, it gives you those extra two. Cause like football is a game where you can literally narrow it down to like three plays that cause the other team to win and you to lose. And with Taysom yeah. Hill in there, his plays that he makes has the potential, a high potential to be those game deciding plays. Yeah, like it's it just adds so many more thoughts for the defense. Also, just to go back, the, the Buccaneers coach before was Dirk Cutter, which I didn't know, but Lovey Smith is who I was thinking of. Oh, here's a Chicago, Chicago. Uh, I don't Lovie know. Smith. He was with he was with the Bucks career. Yeah, he was with Chicago yeah. after because Tony. Tony Dungeon what or Dungey was Indianapolis Colts. It, well, he, he was went, coached for the Bucks in the nineties. Dungey. Yeah. Yeah, but I think when the Colts played the Bears in the Super Bowl, Lovey Smith was the Bears head coach. Um, maybe right I don't when know. Devin Hester was returning kickoffs and special teams was the thing in the <laughs> NFL. When Devin Hester was a fucking stud. Man, he was good. Do you remember um, Tony Tompkins? Yeah, because you bring he's like you bring him up all the time. I, Do I, I love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome, bro. Whenever those we talk about special teams in the CFL, <laughs> those Eskimo teams were like so they were fun. When they were younger, Eskimo teams were fucking awesome. True. Like even like now with like Mike Riley, like I like Mike Riley, good quarterback, but he didn't have the same thing as Ricky well, Ray. Well, I mean, when we had Mike Riley though throwing to Darrell Walker, Duke Williams, that was fucking sick. True, and, they but, had oh, such a good team. 
And the last, the last the Grey Cup roster we had in 2015 was fucking sick with the Darius Bowman, the Walker, mm-hmm. and that defense. That defense was so sick. They lost half of the NFL after that. Yeah, I remember. And they, their defense was, has not been the same since. They were stud defense back then. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I don't, I'm excited for the CFL. But as long as it happens, as long as it's happening, though, like I'm really pumped for it, and I don't know what's gonna happen. I feel like in the, in the CFL, it'd be easier to do, right? But at the same time, too, it's the attendance. But I hope yeah, it's back, too. man. I hope it's back. I'm I'm very optimistic. Me as well. Me as well. Um, I gotta go pee. So where do you think? Really? You okay, I can. Started? Oh, I thought you I can hold I'll, it. I'll hold it for a bit. What do you say? We haven't even we haven't even gone through all the quarterbacks yet. Let's speed run this. Okay, let's go. Okay, so you think Foles is going or, or sorry, uh, Wentz going or staying? Staying. You? You think Hurts is going? S- yeah. I think somehow they're going to find a way to get rid of Wentz. Okay. Um, you think the Bears bring back Miss Trubisky? Fuck. See, I want to say no, but I'm also like, who else do they have? Like, who else could they pursue? They don't have enough yeah. assets to really get a good quarterback, so they're kind of stuck with him. Well, so I, I think, think he stays for a few years. Yeah, so I think you stick with him. And then we're both assuming Aaron Rodgers stays, right? Correct. Uh, where does his magic go? You think you would? People are saying he might return to Miami, which if I'm him, there's no way I'd do that. Oh, fuck, man. I think I think he's going to go to a really good – a team with a really good quarterback and be their backup. See, I think that or go somewhere – Or somewhere he can where, earn. Like, so say if Philadelphia keeps Jalen Hurts, maybe a place where he can yeah. – like, beat a younger quarterback out or even like the Giants or something like that where he can beat somebody out over after a few weeks. Yeah, see like I think it's I guess it depends on what he will he wants. Like does he want because he's gone to so many places now in a row where he's not the backup or the starter going into it, but he's there in case he needs to start because the starter's not that great. Yeah, it's like where they have, I, I where the know. team just needs like two average quarterbacks to get by, like a 49er situation. But yeah, but I don't know if there's anywhere he can go, which where he can be guaranteed a starting spot. Jets. They're going to have. Jets sign him and then get rid of trade Sam Darnold for some stuff for a half decent receiver or something like that, and then select a, a really good running back receiver in the draft for the second pick. I don't know if you're going to be able to get that much for him. And they might just take Justin Fields with the number two pick. Mm, That's right. Um, Yeah, I think he goes, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I would, I don't know why he'd stay in Miami. Yeah, me neither. Especially if they trade for Deshaun Watson. Cam Newton, man. I didn't even think about Cam Newton. It's official that him and the Patriots are parting ways, though. Yeah, they said. So what made no sense to me was they said that before the last game of the year, but yeah. 
they still started Cam Newton instead of Jared Stidham, who was supposed to be their future. And he balled out that last game, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think he's definitely going somewhere. Um, Do you think anyone's going to sign think, him? I think if – what's up? Do you think anyone's going to sign him? I think if anybody's going to sign him – I can't think of a team right now that needs him as a starter – but I think if any team needs a quarterback as a backup like that, I think it might be Seattle. That would be a good spot for him. Yeah. I just thought of now, if the Eagles trade once, I really like Cam Newton as a backup for Jalen Hurts. That's a good option as well, too. I like that a lot. I don't know like if that would work or what, but mm. I feel like that would be a good option. That's fair. I like that idea, actually. Um, Drew Brees. Like, I know big, it's not official, but what do you think he's, no, he's retiring? He's retiring. Is he? Oh. He he pretty much all but oh yeah. Oh, I it thought was he was reported I, before this last game. See, and that's what I heard. He well, hasn't too, come out and like, said it. Yeah, but then, like the next day, it was just like Drew Brees is deciding on his future if he wants to play. I'm like, well, I thought he already announced it, but I don't know. No, I think uh, he I think has he's gonna retire. But oh yeah, unless he comes think, back as like a backup position. No, he, he wouldn't, wouldn't do, that. do that though. He's not Eli Manning. I, he's got, I think he's got million dollar offers to go do broadcast. So why wouldn't he go do that? Especially That's after true. the injuries he had this year. That's true. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Stays. I don't think the 49ers will get rid of him. One more year. Yeah, I think because I think he has a lot of guaranteed money too, and I don't think anyone's really going to trade a lot for him. And if he's yeah. healthy, he's a decent quarterback. He's not a star or anything spectacular, but he's a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, and their defense is sick. Like, yeah. I thought they were gonna the four hours were gonna get dominated in games because they had so many key injuries on defense, but they were yeah. still solid on defense, missing their stars. Yeah, I yeah, they have a really good defense. Um, Go to another quarterback, though. I agree with you, the 49ers. Derek Carr, what do you think the Raiders do? I think... They have Mar- Mariota you know, looked good for them. Yeah, I don't know why Mariota didn't start the game after that. I always, I would have started Mariota after that. But was, I, was Derek, Derek Carr a free agent? You know? I don't know, but like, was Derek Carr playing that bad? No, but he was playing average. And he wasn't playing great. Yeah. Like, he didn't have – like, the game he got hurt, he wasn't playing good. Then Mariota came in, and they started playing great. I don't think they ended up winning, but – Like, they finished 500. Like, that's not terrible. Um, But they they were close to making the playoffs. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing with him, though, is he just had such high expectations. Yeah. Right, and I think those expectations in the first place were wrong to put on. I think Gruden likes him, though. It's the other issue. Sure. I don't know. I think Mariota should have been the starter. He has a good – he fumbles a lot, though. I think that's his problem. Um, So, he averages 256 yards a game. Like, his QBR is 101.4. Not 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions, but eight lost fumbles. He doesn't win you games – or he doesn't lose you games, but I don't think he either necessarily goes out and wins you games either. I don't think so either. Um, it's like, what do you, do you think they trade him or get Mariota or? 
I think they'll just stick with what they have. Yeah, I agree. If the, if if Mariota and Carr are on their contract, I think they stick with just both of them like that. And sure. if Carr doesn't show you anything exciting, you maybe put I'd put Mariota in. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Jared Goff, because I, I, I was just truly believe. That. I truly believe he was benched in favor of Wolford in that playoff game. Because the fact that he was there as a backup and played after and he looked fine, and he's good enough to dress anyways, if he was good enough to dress, he should have been your starter. No questions about it. Yeah, because then the, the weird thing about that, which I didn't even think about, but they didn't have a third quarterback. I feel like if your second quarterback no. is questionable – you have a third quarterback yeah. to act essentially as the backup, right? Because your second-string quarterback isn't really – he's questionable. Or but like, to the backup to the backup in case he gets – because he, he does go out, but he can't play. Yeah. Or he gets That's more fair. hurt. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they need a different – they need a change. But also, too, as well, to add on to this, I think another team that we have forgotten about that needs a quarterback next year, Pittsburgh. Big Ben back. Dewey Hopkins. Ooh, I saw that actually. That that could be something deadly. I think. I don't think so, but no, I don't think so either. Um, um, I don't think Big Ben will retire, but I think he should. I think he should too. But okay, I'm gonna go to the washroom here. We give me like three minutes, unless you want to end it right now. How long have we been going for? I don't know, like 45 minutes. But I got to pee, though. But. Well, it's up, up to you. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Well, I don't know, like half the NFL's league team, but quarterbacks, we can do that next week, though. I know. Yeah. So uh, we we can actually, do, I just want to also mention. <laughs> what? Oh, Jaws won. 10 yeah, games, right, they did. They won streak. <laughs> um, um, what were you going to say? I just would like to say it's absolutely wild that Carries Levert found out he had cancer because of a trade and it possibly could have saved his life. That's just absolutely wild. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to that as well too. I read that and I was like, holy, what are the odds, man? What are the odds? Like, that is insane. Like literally, it's you getting traded in basketball by the save your life. That's yeah. wild. I, I thought I read that and I was like, he's gonna come out one day and save like and say like this was the best trade of my life or something like that. He's like, I'm so oh, happy yeah. for this. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm, I'm so thankful, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, that's insane. Shout out. Shout out to Karis All right. See you next shout week. Shout out to Matt Small Bladder. Yeah, true. It's the drinks that went right through me, man. Usually <laughs> I have a skid bladder because I'm on road trips. But I held it in for, like, honestly, I had to piss, like, 10 minutes into this thing. I was like, fuck. But anyways, though, so thanks for – yeah, true. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Not So Sports Talk. I gotta go to pee. Adios, amigos. Nice thumbs up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace.